chapter. You gonna have children, church? We're gonna dismiss the children. Praise God. Give them a big hand as they go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Father, thank you now for this word. Thank you that this day the hand of the Lord, the anointing of God is upon me to proclaim these truths. And on the other end, I ask you to give great understanding to each one that hears this word, that we may not be just hearers of this word, but we'll be doers and put this word into practice. In Jesus' name, amen. Acts 20, 22nd verse. Paul writing to the church, he said, And now behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save the Holy Ghost witnessed in every city, saying that bonds and affliction abide on me. 24th verse, But none of these things move me. Why? Neither count my life dear unto myself. You know the worst thing happened to a Christian? Worst thing happened to him, he'd go to heaven. That don't sound too bad, does it? He said, I count my life, count not my life dear to myself, so that I might finish my course with joy. You know, a lot of Christians finish their life bitter, down and out, with Alzheimer's, every kind of sickness in the world. Instead of leaving this world, someone told me one time, said, Well, Brother Sullivan, if you ain't sick, how are you going to die? How are you going to die like they did in the Old Testament? They'd just call the folks in and say, I'm fixing to leave, and they'd lay hands on them, bless them, and they'd leave. You don't have to leave sick. You don't have to leave broke. You don't have to leave disheartened. Hallelujah. Man, we ought to look forward like Paul said, I'm going to leave this thing. I'm going to finish my course with joy. And the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify. Testify what? To the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel of the grace of God. I heard a preacher on TV the other day said, I, you know, said, I have a problem listening to those folks that teach ultra grace. Well, he has a problem with me because I believe in 100% grace. I believe in ultra grace. I believe the grace of God has been extended to everyone. You know, Christians think grace means just unmerited favor. I didn't deserve it, but I got it. Well, see, that's not what grace is. Grace is God's unconditional love toward you with no strings attached. Most preachers think, well, bless God, if you preach that, you'll just have folks live in any kind of way they want to. Well, they're going to live any way they want to anyway. You got to make up your mind what I'm finding, what I know about God, what I know about His kingdom, what I'm finding out about healing, what I'm finding out about blessing, what I'm finding out about my family's salvation. Bless God is the best thing that can be offered unto me. You got to sell out to that. Praise God. Praise God. If you don't, it ain't going to do you no good. Well, I'm going to try to come to church. You know, I'll be there next Sunday, you know, maybe if nothing comes up. I ain't going to do you no good. All you'll do is hear something 
and, and the next thing you hear, if it, if it, it seems like it's better than what, what you heard the last time, you go with that and get all confused and everything else. Amen? See, this don't work but one way. Total selling out. Sell everything you got and buy that good pearl of great price. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to him, 24th verse again. But none of these things move me, neither I count I my life dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. 25th verse, And now behold, I know that ye all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God will see my face no more. He was about to be delivered up. But I want to tie those two scriptures together and tell you about the gospel of grace in the kingdom of Almighty God. Do you know you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the very kingdom of Almighty God? You're now in the kingdom of His grace. There is one law in the kingdom of Almighty God. It's called grace. Unconditional love with no strings attached. He ain't going to get mad at you if you mess up. Some, some people think, well, you know, you know I've, I hadn't lived right. I, I got saved as a little kid. Well, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Thank God the hand of the Lord has been on you all this time. Thank God that you got something on the inside of you from Almighty God. But I failed, I failed, I backslid, I this, I that. I Bless God, God's got a law inside that kingdom and it's the kingdom of unconditional love. Ain't no conditions. You say, well, what if I just do anything I want to? Something's wrong with you. You ain't never understood the kingdom of God and the grace of God that's been in, extended to you. That's what people's never heard, the truth about They've never tried. Do you know every person, God's already legally, legally saved the whole world. Do you know that? He's done legally saved the whole world in Jesus Christ. Now they're going to hell because we ain't told them the truth about the gospel. Why are they going to hell? They've never received the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. But legally every man, legally every man saved. But vitally, they've got to receive it for themselves. Do you understand that? We need to preach a good news. The good news that there was a kingdom of Almighty God. And I was outside that kingdom. But God drew another circle and took me in. Praise God. It's called the gospel of His grace. Unconditional love. With not one string attached. Now if you mess up, I'll pull your string. Now, if you don't do just right, if you fail one time, I'll pull your string. No, sir. Only string God pulls is Jesus' string. Amen. I've, I am in the kingdom. See, he said, Colossians 1.13, you're translated into the kingdom of Almighty God. It is a spiritual kingdom, but you must learn how to live out of that kingdom. See, that's why I give you faith. 
that you can use your faith for those things you can't see. Well, how am I going to know they're there? I got a Bible that tells me every promise of God. Well, I got cancer. Well, I got healing. Well, I got heart trouble. Well, I got divine life. Amen. Where'd you get it? I got over here in the kingdom of God. There's not one sickness, one disease in the kingdom of Almighty God. Hallelujah. He's done provided. Well, ain't people in the kingdom of God get sick? Yeah, but they don't know the truth. They don't know the unconditional love of Almighty God. I mean, unconditional. I mean, he don't have a string on you. You're not some poly parrot or something. Pull your string when you say something wrong. Do something wrong. Fail. He's got in, in the Bible the no fault clause. What is it? 1 John 1, 9. If you fail, confess your sins. He's faithful and just to cleanse you from all, all, all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. All of it. Where are you, going? You, you mean you become, no, you don't become unrighteous, but you get your thinking wrong. Well, I fail. That's why we have altars in most churches. Do you know that? Where it can get you down here squalling, bawling, come to the altar and repent. You've backslid and all this kind of stuff. You know backsliding ain't even in the, in the New Testament? That's Old Testament junk. That's in folks that wasn't even saved. They weren't even born again. Amen? You know, Jesus said the, there's never been a greater prophet than John the Baptist. Said, but the least one of you in the kingdom of God is greater than him. How come? Because you got God's life. You got God's nature in you. Hallelujah. You're in the kingdom. You've got a new law working for you. What is it? It's the law of grace, the law of love. Love is the only law we have. Where are we going to get? God said he extended the unconditional love to you. Unconditional. What if you fail? said, well, what am I going to do? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to forget it, ask God to forgive you, and press on towards the mark. Quit hanging around it like someone dumb. Well, I fail. And tell everybody can, go to counseling meetings where someone counsel you and try to get you from dope, drinking or smoking or doing something. Try to get you off of something. Bless God, when you realize I got unconditional love extended to me, you know love covers a multitude of sin. Praise God. I don't have to go around telling everybody how I failed. Amen. That's the dumbest thing in the world. You know, you go to telling folks what all your problem is and they won't forget. Six months after you're dead, they'll still be talking about you. I don't care to tell nobody what I've done, what I've failed. Hallelujah. Which I hadn't hardly ever failed. <laughs> Except for lying now. You know, hallelujah. But it, but it don't bother me. It don't bother me. I know the unconditional love of God. God loves me in spite of everything. I have shot for the mark. I'm looking for the bullseye. Bless God. Sometimes I hit the 10. That's called missing the mark. That's what sin is. I missed the mark. I ain't trying to miss the mark. He said, he that's born again don't wallow in sin. He won't do it. He don't intend to. Praise God. So God has got a spiritual realm. He has, he has placed us in in the realm where he is, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of his dear son, this kingdom has unconditional love in it. 
I'm in, the, I'm in this realm. Yeah, but Brother Solon, that sounds, that sounds like it's too easy. Well, you didn't have nothing to do with it. He said, by grace was you saved. By grace was you saved. By grace was you saved. And that not of yourselves, gift of God. This is all God's doing. You didn't have nothing to do with it. This is the way God wants it. Yeah, but I tell you what, I know this person that lives like this and lives like that, and I know what God ain't pleased. You don't know what God is. You don't know God. You don't, you just think you do. God's got unconditional love extended to him with no strength. Well, he done this, she done that. Why do you don't know what? Well, I'll tell you what. What are you going to do about it? Tell everybody in the world? Huh? What are you going to do about it? You know, he said, love covers a multitude of sin. Hallelujah. God's unconditional love has set me free. I mean, it's righteousness, peace, and joy in this kingdom we're in. The kingdom of grace, it's already been extended to us. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Solomon, you know, that sounds too easy. It's the easiest thing in the world. You just got to get your thinking right. You know, when I first come around Christianity, I come around Pentecostal folks, and them folks is always talking about failure and sin. Preach sin. Keep someone sin conscious where they get them down front of the altar squalling out. See? And when I went to the Baptist church, they'd have invitations for those backsliders and come back to God. Hallelujah. And sing songs that make you want to weep and, and come... Now, praise God. You ought not stay out there, but you don't have to come to an altar or a bench or nothing else. Bless God, you can stand right where you are and experience the very forgiveness and the love of Almighty God right where you're at. Hallelujah. Knowing that God has only, what's he think about unconditional love? Well, I fail. Unconditional. I hadn't done unconditional. There's no condition in it. Grace means the unconditional love that God has for you. For God so loved the world, the whole world, not just us good folks. Huh? Not just us good good folks that, you know, we don't never do anything wrong. You know, I don't smoke and I don't chew and I don't go with the girls that do. You know, all that junk. Amen? God so loved the world, that wino. How come he ain't, can't help that wino? Because we ain't told him. We told him, now if you quit this and you quit that. A fella told me the other day about a fella had a problem in his life. Said we'd have tried to help him, but he wouldn't quit this. I said, how'd you try to help him? We tried to get him to quit this. Let me tell you something. The love of Almighty God will cause you to quit something. Let me tell you, when I got saved, when I got saved, I'd been drunk two months. Solid drunk. I'd been drunk for 20 years, but I'm talking about I was on a running drunk. You know what them is? That's when you think everybody wants to see you about 2 o'clock in the morning. You call everybody about 3 in the morning. What y'all doing, big buddy? Huh? Think everybody wants to hear from you. No, ain't nobody wants to hear from you. I got saved, and I found out something. The love of God covered me, and I'm telling you right now, 
a man hard as nails, tears come in my eye and water run down my eyes. Something happened to me and I understood something. God loved me. God loved me. He forgave me. How did he do that? In the person of Jesus Christ. Something's been extended. And then as I began to study, I found out I'm in the kingdom of God. I got kingdom rights. I got a right to be set free. I got a right to be delivered. Someone asked me one time, said, so you ever think about a drink? I said, man, don't you know, I drank all I want to. Man, he's jumping up down. He wanted to join the church, you know, man, hallelujah. So I said, I drank all I want to. I just don't want to. I don't have no desire. I don't have no desire to get drunk. I'm on that new wine. I got something extended to me, the spirit of the living God. I got something, the love of Almighty God. I'm in his love and can't get out. It ain't nothing you can do about it. God's in love with you. You can't do nothing about it. You think you can overpower God? Do you think sin or something you do or failure can stop God from his purpose and plan? Huh, that's dumb. But we've said that. Religion says that. See, religion will send you to hell. Amen? God wants you in heaven. He wants you in heaven right now. Not where he's living now, but in the realm of heaven that he has extended to us now. Do you know heaven's available to you? You ought to be living out of heaven. Jesus said, no man ascended heaven, but the Son of Man who descended from heaven, even the Son of Man who is in heaven. You can live out of heaven now. You know what's over here in the kingdom of God? Unconditional love. You know what that'll do with a cancer? It'll blow it out of the saddle. You know what it'll do with your financial need? It'll blow it out of there. If you'll believe him. See, if you'll believe him. You don't have to believe him. You may think something, uh, uh, working three jobs is your answer. You may think, bless God, if Uncle Ned dies, he'll leave me an inheritance. You may think that's your answer. I ain't interested in Uncle Ned or nobody else or three jobs or nothing else. I'm interested in learning about the kingdom of Almighty God. It is the unconditional love, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost, folks. Praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So grace is God's unconditional love. It's God's unconditional favor. You're favorite with God. Ain't nothing you can do about it, you are. Well, I'm, if I fail. See, we've been sin consciously taught. See, we've been taught sin. Taught sin. Do you know the blood of Jesus handled the sin problem? You don't think Jesus has to punch your father one day and say, hey, father, look at that fellow, how he sinned. We covered all the sin but that one. Huh? Ain't that what Christians say? Well, you know, you can't just do anything you want to. I do everything I want to. I do anything I want to. Well, what all do you do? Anything I'm big enough to do. How can I get away with that? Because I walk in the unconditional love of Almighty God. No conditions. Hallelujah. I don't intend to live anyway. This is the best thing I ever found. This is the best thing. If you don't think this is the best thing it is, you ought not be in it. You have no business even coming to church. Amen? 
You ought to stay at the house and stay drunk and smoke you some dope. You say, I ain't never heard no preacher say nothing like that. I don't care. I ain't the regular preacher. You know, most Christians think all churches are alike. We ain't nothing like these religious folk. I ain't one bit religious. Hallelujah. I ain't got a religious bone in me. I despise religion. It sent more people to hell uh, than more, more taxi drivers has run over, man. Amen. Religion as Christian religion, it is the sorest thing in the face of the earth. Bunch of do's and don'ts and you can't do this. You can't. The kingdom of God is freedom. I'm free to serve the living God. I'm free to live in happiness. I'm free to have joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's the best thing going. There ain't no second thing even close to this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Ephesians, second chapter. Ephesians, the second chapter, starting the fourth verse. Someone said, well, how in the world am I going to pay my bill? You know, the Lord said, seek first the kingdom of God. His righteousness and all this other stuff, paying your bills, clothes, what you wear, what you eat, what the Gentile, what heathens seek after. You know how, 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 how heathens always trying to climb the, the uh, uh, ladder of success? Well, bless God, I ain't got to climb it. I done jumped to the top ring. I'm on the top. I'm on the top. I've already achieved this. How did I do it? In Christ. I'm already in the blessings of Almighty God. You believe I, want, I need somebody else to bless me if God's already blessed me? Huh? If I got God's blessing, what else do I need? If I got God's unconditional love, then I ain't got something sitting on the back burner all the time about, well, you liable to fail, you liable to sin. I've had people say, well, Brother Solon, I'd like to be a Christian, but I'm afraid I'm liable to fail. Well, you probably will. And don't bother God. Well, what do you mean? God don't care if you sin? Sure, He don't want you to sin. He's redeemed you, and the blood of Jesus is paid for your past, present, and future sin. It's paid for, folks. It's finished. He don't want you to have sin on your mind. He wants you to have Jesus on your mind. He don't want you to have failure on your mind. God don't want you to have failure even on your lips. You know, in the Hebrew language, there was never a word called if. They didn't even have that in the Bible. Why? Because it was this way and no other. When God said it is over. You know, when God said, by his stripes I'm healed, then that settled my healing. If it said, my God's going to meet my need, I ain't going to go run around trying to hustle me up some money. Huh? Nobody's ever heard me get up here in this pulpit and say, well, they're going to turn the lights off if they don't give me some money. Well, if y'all don't give, you know, if y'all don't tithe and give, we won't be able to pay nobody. You know, we're putting a new roof on, cost $15,000, I don't know what we're going to do. Hallelujah, we done charged it up. Hallelujah. Looks like some way, you know, some way, somehow maybe God will hit me. Oh, I hope he does. 
Well, I ain't hoping nothing. This book's a book of hope. My faith, my trust in God makes this thing real. It brings it out of the spiritual realm of the kingdom of God and brings it over here in this natural realm where I can pay the man off. Well, I, I don't guess I understand. I don't guess you do. But it's as simple as one, two, three. How many of you know what two them two is? It's still four, ain't it? Teacher asked the little boy, said, how much is two them two? He said, teacher, I don't even know what two them is. Well, that's about the way most Christians is. They don't know two them from flutum. Well, I won't God meet my need. I, I read that in the Bible. You can read that in the Bible all you want to, but that ain't when it works. Didn't God say he'd do that? Yeah, but who did he say that to? Those that believe. Believe he's not a God that will withhold from you. That he's a God that wants you blessed. He's put you over in the, right in the big middle of the blessing. You're in the big middle of it. Well, what I need. Find out what he said. See, he said it's impossible for God to lie. He can't lie. See, he's got unconditional love. Well, Brother Sullivan, I feel so unworthy. Why come? Because that's the way you've been trained. You've been trained. You ain't nothing but an old sinner saved by grace. That was spewed out of the pit of hell. You ain't an old sinner. You have never, if you're born again, you ain't never been a sinner. The old man you was that was a sinner, God killed him. You are a new creation. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. New kind of man, new species. What kind of man? A man that's so holy, so sanctified, so redeemed, so righteous that a holy, righteous God could live in you. God can't live in an unrighteous vessel. You're now the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen? You are the habitation where God lives. Hallelujah. You know, when I, I walk, I confess this every day. When I walk, God walks. Amen. When I lay hands on somebody, that's God. That's God working through it. I couldn't heal a gnat, but God can. Amen. Bunch of y'all seen them Baptist folks here Wednesday night. Hallelujah. Fella couldn't hardly walk. Said my knees is shot and everything else. You see him, after I laid hand on him, he fell flat on the floor. He ain't never experienced nothing like that. Got up, you know what he started? Jumping up and down. How come? Because the healing power of God got on him. Why'd God heal him? He said, I thought God wouldn't heal me because I wasn't worthy. I preached on some of this stuff about him being worthy. If you're born again, you're worthy. Well, how did I get to be? Because not by works of righteousness that you've done, but by his own work. It's finished, folks. God loves you. God's in love with you. He's put you in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Kingdom of grace. What'd you preach, Paul? I come to preach the gospel of grace and the kingdom of Almighty God. Ephesians, the second chapter. Look in the fourth verse. But God, who is rich in mercy, not rich in getting you, well... God's going to get you for that. How many of you, you know, they made songs up about that. God's going to get you for that. Doodle, doodle, do. That's something that doodle, do. That ain't worth 15 cents. 
That's another lie. God ain't looking to get you. He's got you. He's got you with the love of Almighty God, not with a ball bat or some kind of something he's going to punish you with. So let's see what he said. God who is rich. What's he rich in? Mercy. For his great love. Wherein he loved us. Even when we were dead in sin. Now listen. This Bible. He loved you when you was a sinner. Even when we were dead in sin. He hath quickened or made us alive together with him. By grace you are saved. Now this is God's grace. God's done give you unconditional love. You know we need faith in God having unconditional love for us. Uh, knowing God loves you will get you healed, folks. Well, I've been trying to do this and I'm trying to do my best. fellow wrote me the other day, told me, he said, I'm going to try to do better. I wrote him back and I said, well, you're going to be a failure. It ain't you trying to do nothing. God's done done this thing for you. Now, you've got to get your thinking like that and walk in it. I walk in healing. I walk in prosperity. I walk in joy. I walk in peace. I don't wake up in the morning just fighting the air. My God, what is this day going to be like? My God, like a wild goose in a West Texas hailstorm or something. Where am I at? My God, this is going to be a rough one. No, this is going to be a good day. This is the day the Lord has made. I will to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm glad. I like it. I'm going to have a big time all day today. Hallelujah. How many of you know his mercy? He said he's rich in mercy. How many of you know his mercies are new every morning? Perpetual. Every morning he gets up and extends some more. New every morning, extends some more. Next morning, more. Next morning, more. Next morning, more. Oh, God's going to get you. No, he ain't. He's going to give you mercy. See, we're not under the curse, under the law. Jesus became a curse for you. What? That the blessings could come on you. He's done annihilated the curse. Now he's got you over in the realm of the kingdom of God where the love of God's the only thing that rules. Ain't nothing else going to rule me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, you can get anything God's got if you know God loves you, if you know you're his favorite. If you think he, you're, God's displeased with you, you ain't getting nothing. You ain't going to get nothing but be miserable. Do you know that? Well, God put this on me to teach me. I hear Christians saying that all the time. That's ignorance gone to seed. You know what God's put on you? He'll put a healing on you. He'll put the love of God. He won't put a sickness... Someone said, he put that on me to teach. I hear prisoners all the time from jail. Said, well, God had to get me in jail to get my attention. No, you got in jail on your own. God didn't have nothing to do with that. You the one said, stick them up. You the one, bless God, broke in someone's house. You the one smoking a joint and got caught. No, it wasn't God. God didn't do that. You done that. Now, if you'll listen to God, he'll extend the love of God right there for you and bail you out. You can live in joy right there in the jailhouse. You can get excited. Bless God, I'm in the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Almighty God's in me. Hallelujah. I got unconditional love. Said, well, the judge don't know it. 
You know, God move on judges. But you can't do nothing about it if you don't believe in He loves you and that you're His favorite. Well, I got what I deserved. Well, if you want to operate in that system, that's fine. But I got something better than that. If you don't think this kingdom of God's better than what you're living in, hallelujah, then you don't understand what I'm saying. Amen. All right, what did he say here? God who's rich in mercy, great love where he loved us. Fifth verse, even when we were dead in sin, but hath quickened, made you alive together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. How'd you get saved? By grace. Yeah, but brother so, you know, I heard a fellow one time said, you know, it took me three days and three nights praying and, uh, uh, before God would save me. Now, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. He's done saved you. Before the world was, God had a plan. I want my family. I want my family. I want that man. I love that man. He's failed. He killed his brother. He done this. He done that. I love that man. The reason he done that, he's got his father the devil in him. Bless God, I want him to change daddies. I want him to see I got love. Hallelujah. Even when we were dead in sin, as he made us alive together with Christ by grace, you say, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. How many of you know all your tomorrows has been anointed by God? For what? Thanks be unto God who always caused me to triumph. Amen. Seventh verse. That in the ages to come, all your tomorrows, he might show. Show what? How mad he is at you because you done something wrong. How mad he is because you got saved and didn't live for him. I don't see how anybody lives for God that don't know some of these truths. That's why they have backsliding meetings. Huh? That's why they have, have a rededication meetings. People ain't never seen the truth of God. They think, well, God had to get my attention by some kind of way. You know how God teaches His man? John 14, 26, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father send in my name, He'll teach you. Cancer ain't, He didn't say I'll send the cancer. I didn't send heart trouble. I didn't send failure. I didn't send poverty. I come to get you in the kingdom. Jesus preached the kingdom of God. You can get in this kingdom. How can I get in it? I got to be born. You must be born again to see this kingdom. Most folks born again, they still looking at the world. Jealous of somebody that made a good living in the world. Jealous of somebody else. Trying to get like somebody else. Donald Trump or somebody. Bless God, I got something better than that. One of my friends told me, he said, So what you doing now? I was running the grocery store and I just got saved. And he said, you know, I done got to be a millionaire. I said, well, I feel sorry for you. He said, how come? I said, you limited by a million dollars. I said, I'm on an unlimited expense account. My God supplies my need. How? According to his wealth. Where is his wealth? In the kingdom of God. There's an inheritance stored up and reserved for me in the kingdom of God. It's mine now. Hallelujah. 
All right, let's read another verse there. Eighth verse, for by grace, for by grace you are sozoed, saved. Saved, delivered, soundness of mind, preservation. It said, by grace you're saved through faith, that not yourselves is gift of God. Not of works. It ain't how you worked. Well, I'm trying to do my best, brother soul, and I'm doing all I can. Well, you a flop. All your righteousness is like filthy rags to him, but I'm not operating in my righteousness. I'm right, I am the righteousness of Almighty God. By grace was I saved. Not of works, not how I tried to please God. You know, preachers always tell, when you get before God, he's going to open the book, and there it is. He's going to read what you've done. What God ain't Santa Claus. He don't look to see who's naughty and nice. See, got a bag of switch waiting on you. No, we crossed them up. No, he ain't Santa Claus. God has forever extended the unconditional love with no strings attached. Now, I'm doing better than y'all amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me to the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. Romans, the fifth chapter. When you get it, holla, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans, the fifth chapter, start in the uh, 17th verse. For if by one man's offense death reigned. Well, what man was that? Is Adam. By Adam, death came in. That's why Jesus said, Nicodemus, you've got to be refathered. You've got to change daddies. You've got to be born again. You know the new birth? I mean, someone trying to run around here believing God for some little old peon healing? Well, I need healing. Why, you don't believe for the biggest miracle it can be, the new birth. Bless God, when you get born again, that's the life and the nature of God coming into you now, praise God. I mean, totally, totally making you a new kind of man. You ain't just got healed of some disease, something. You got you, Your spirit didn't even get healed. He just killed that one and gave you a new one. Straight out of the womb of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Placed you in the kingdom. So he said, if by one man death rule, reign, had dominion, by one much more, they which receive, what? The abundance of grace. Gift of righteousness, what'll they do? They'll rule, reign, dominate in life by one Christ Jesus. Have dominion. Can you say amen? Well, glory, what do you mean? He said, those that receive shall reign. Better translation said, they that reigneth. They that reigneth. You're to reign right now. You won't need to reign when you get into the presence of God. Hallelujah. You need dominion now over sin, sickness, disease. See, the grace of God has God's ability in you to overcome sin. Amen. I don't have to live in sin. You know what sin will do? It'll make a coward out of you. You smoke dope all the time. Why do you think Mexico... They just as rich a country as the United States. Why do you think they ain't ever mounted a hill of beans? They've been smoking that dope since forever. That loco weed. They've been on that stuff. That'll make a coward out of you. 
you'll lose all your ambitions. Why don't God want you to stay drunk or on dope or, or, or stay hopped up all the time? Why don't He? Because you'll lose your dominion. That it ain't good for you. He knows better. This thing He's got is better than that thing you're working on. If you don't believe it's better than what you're living in, then you don't even understand what I'm talking about. You need to go over to the first united. Amen. Hallelujah. See, this thing, he, Jesus said this came God. said, you've got to press into it. He said, broad's the way to destruction, but narrow is this way, and few that find it. He wasn't talking about salvation. He's talking about finding these blessings. Find out about the kingdom of God. That I can live in something better than anything that the world's got to offer. I got something better. I got some joy. Hallelujah. I'm not moved on joy by my experience. I live in joy because of who I am and what God's made me. I'm living out of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amplified Bible. said those that receive the overflowing grace. You got to receive it. It ain't going to do you no good unless you receive it. What if I, I got a million dollars in my hip pocket and I said, you come up here and, and, and I'll give it to you. And you say, I wish I had it. Come get it. Oh, I wish he'd give it to me. He done told you I'm giving it to you. See, he said it is his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. His, here it is. I'm wanting to give it to you. The grace of God, unconditional love. I, I, I ain't got nothing against you. I was personally present in Christ, reconciling, restoring the world to favor with me. The world's done been restored to favor. Every sinner. Jeffrey Dahmer, all of them. Going to hell if they don't receive it. Going to live. Fellow got out of jail out in Texas, come by here Saturday. He said, uh, can you help me? He done took this Bible course, he 27 years in the pen. This Bible course, that Bible course, this, all the men of God, and all he knew was to bum me for some money. He didn't know nothing. All, all them courses he took didn't mount to a hill of beans. Well, ain't the brothers supposed to help one another? Bible don't say that. Bible said, my God supplies my need. According to what? According to his wealth. Limited only by one thing. What's he going to meet my need? Limited by his own resources. Whatever he got, I'm limited by God. He pulled up this morning, right over on in his driveway in his goal. God calls gold, you know what he, that's what he calls asphalt. That's what he calls concrete. Gold. Jesus said, I'm going away. What are you going to do? I'm going to build you a mansion. What are you going to build it out of? Well, what are scraps I can pick up? No, golden two befores, all. Hallelujah. He said, I want my will to be done down there on earth as it is in heaven. Huh? You ought to be living out of heaven. It's fun. It's the best thing going. It ain't nothing even compares to the kingdom of God. Do you believe the creator of the universe could give you anything better than his kingdom? He ain't got nothing better. And the world sure ain't got nothing to offer to compare with it. Oh, I'm doing good this morning.
I believe I'll take up another offering. I'm doing so good. Arthur Way. He said, they that receive this grace. He said, the measureless wealth of God's grace. The measureless. Can't measure it. Unconditional. That's what he's saying. I'm reading it in different translations. Maybe one of them will trip your switch. Maybe one of them will turn you on. Said, my God, here I am living over here, trying to work, trying to have, and trying to do this, and trying to get this done, and I'm getting further behind. My paycheck won't even fulfill my bills, bless God. But God said, get over here in the kingdom of God, and look what I've given you. It's unconditional love. You seek first my kingdom and his rights, and rest his stuff will come as a matter of course. Said, yeah, but my, my husband, yeah. He may be saying, my wife. Amen? Well, he don't this and he don't that. Well, what I want you to do is take care of your end of it. What's your end? Believe God. Trust God. This promise is unto me and my whole household. Many as afar off as the Lord thy God shall call. Hallelujah. Read another translation. Hudson said, they that receive the inauguration of a reign of life. See, it's now. Now faith is. See, now is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The kingdom has come. The grace of God is the rule of this kingdom. Unconditional. Uh, uh, Owen Vines, one of them says about the love of God, agape. Some people know the Greek word, agape. means the love of God. No, it don't. It means God's in love. God's in love. Now the verb says love, charity. They do things for folks. They love folks. They help folks. But he said, I got something to you. It's the love of Almighty God. God's in love. God can't help it. He's in love. He's going to buy you something pretty. He wants you to have the best. When I'm in love, hallelujah, that fuels my fire, hallelujah. Someone's in love with me. Who, my wife? Yeah, bless God. That makes me want to do anything for. But God's in love. Remember that song I used to sing? The girl can't help it. Girl can't help it. The girl can't help it. Well, God can't help it. God can't help it. God can't help it. He's in love, folks. He's in love. Do you understand that? He loves you. He wants to hug you. One translation said he's personally present in Christ, hugging the world to himself. He wants to hold you and tell you, boy, I love you. Boy, me? I ain't even been trying to serve you. I love you. I've been going my own way. I love you. Can't help it. I'm in love. He's so much in love, he can't even see your faults. He can't see them. He can't see your mistakes. You know what is he looking at? He's looking at the blood of Jesus. He's looking at the blood. He sees that right over there. The blood took care of all sin. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Someone ought to just kick somebody or something. It's so good. Just have a fit. Hallelujah. Bite your hand. Just do something. Bless God. Hallelujah. Grieber said, those who enter... God's abundance of mercy and friendship. Few find it. Few find it. 
I wish every preacher in the world was preaching this today. That they was telling the truth about our God. Still lying on him. Telling a lie how he put cancer on you. Telling a lie how he wants you poor. You know when I got saved, them Pentecost folks told me, said you ain't supposed to have none of the world's goods. Don't know. God don't want you to have none of that. He don't want you to have none of that. Well, what am I going to do with it? I had houses, rent houses, land. I had farm. I had a gross store when I got saved. What am I going to do with that? I said, you supposed to give that away. Who to? Me. <laughs> you know, it, it dawned on me. You know, it didn't take long. It dawned on me something wrong with what they're saying. God don't transfer my wealth into your wealth. Amen. Kind of like a fellow told me, he said, well, I'm believing God for a certain woman. I said, that, woman, that woman's married. I like, she's pretty. Yeah, well, you can't believe for that. You got to believe for what God's already given you. You got to know what's past tense in your inheritance. You got to know what belongs. You can't believe for something. Well, lady telling me on the phone yesterday, called from West Com and talked about, well, they told me to confess it in, confess it in. I said, well, you can confess it all you want to. How long have you been doing this? About a year. She was big, looked like she was about to be delivered. Amen? Said, I, said she had a tumor. I don't know how she knew. 46 pounds. Well, praise God. She is a nurse. She'd been to a healing school and been to this and that and all this kind of stuff and asked me. He said, they told me I need to call you and get some of your meditation sheets and said for me to start meditating and confessing the Word, confessing the Word. I said, what belongs to you? You know where the bl-? said, well, I know God loves me. Well, you know that all you want to. You got to know what, it, what belongs to you. If you're going to confess something, you better know it's already yours. You can't confess something in that ain't belonging to you. All of you can confess. I got a pretty wife. She looked just like a woman. Just like one. I, I, I saw two of them and she is one of them. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody confess her out of me. Don't belong to you. You can't confess something in that don't belong to you. Now, why do I confess? I confess and agree with God because I find out what God said already belongs to me. Can you say amen? I got unconditional love. Amen. Hallelujah. Pick that up for me, babe. Hallelujah. Look in the, look in the 21st verse. Praise God. Hallelujah. 21st verse. Y'all getting anything out of this this morning? Amen. We got a good God. He's done. It's His good pleasure to give you the kingdom. 21st verse there. That as... Sin has rule, reign, dominated unto death. Even so might grace reign, rule, dominate, have its dominion through what? Righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philip said, now grace is the ruling factor. Now grace is the ruling factor. Whether you know it or not, grace is ruling. Whether you receive it or not, it's already working on your behalf, but it won't work till you receive it. Amen? Those that receive the abundance of grace. Another translation said, Now we are to come under the gracious rule of Almighty God. What's He ruling me with? With an iron hand? No, with the love of God. Unconditional love. Amen. You need to come under the rule of love. 
What, a rule, what will the rule of love do for you? What if you know God's in love with you? I can get in his cookie jar, can't I? I can get anything he's got. How can you do that? He's done give me the kingdom. Whatever's in the kingdom's already mine. Hallelujah. Ben Johnson said, Now the unconditional love of God will rule in the kingdom if you understand His grace. Praise God. You know, most Christians think God's mad at them if they do something wrong. Nowhere in the Bible is that. That's not Bible. That's not Bible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, well, what am I to do? Well, if I fail, I confess it and head on. I don't even hang around, that kind of stuff. I've got better sense than that. In John, the first chapter, 16th through the 18th verse, for sake of time, let me just read you out of, out of one translation, cotton patch. And from the full expression of His being, each of us has received love, yes, unconditional love, hallelujah, in each moment of our life. Rules and regulation came by Moses. Unconditional love and reality came by Jesus Christ. Do you know it's a realm that's real? That spirit realm, the kingdom of God made this realm you're living in. What you can see, feel, taste, all this out there. Well, how am I going to get? I know it's in the kingdom of God. Well, you're in the kingdom of kingdoms in you. Faith believes what? In the unseen realities. I can't see them, but I believe it because God said it. That's all I want to know. What God say? Unconditional love. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me while we're in Romans there. Uh, we're in the fifth chapter. Look in the second verse. See, he said, by whom we have access by faith into this grace where we stand. You've got to believe in the unconditional love. Well, I, I, I was trained. I was trained if you do something wrong, God will make you pay for it. God will open the books one day and there it is. He'll say, look here what you've done. That's not Bible. He'll open that book and say, My God, your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You was in my will. You got saved. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I didn't do anything, Lord. You accepted my son's work. I appreciate it. Hallelujah. 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 Turn back to the third chapter there of Romans, 24th verse. Hallelujah. Romans, the third chapter. Did I say fourth? Third chapter, 24th verse. Said, being justified. How? Freely. How? How was I justified? How was I made righteous? How was I forgiven? How have I got right standing with God? By His grace. By His grace. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Praise God not works, not how you've lived, how you hadn't lived. You know why I live good? Because, bless God, God's got a better way than me staying drunk. God's got a better way than me smoking dope. God's got a better way. He said, I ain't come over in the kingdom. I got something better than what you're doing. If you don't think it's better, you'll find something 
else, and the first thing you know, you're confused and you don't know what to believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Being justified, how? Freely. Well, I'm working. I'm trying to please God. Well, you ain't. Not by works of righteousness, which we've done, but by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, He saved us. Can you say amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're in the kingdom. The kingdom's in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, glory. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to Matthew, the 25th chapter. Let me read a couple more scriptures before we close. I'm telling you right now, if you can't get something out of this and get excited, ain't nothing can excite you. If this don't excite you, you need another dip. You might even need a dip of Levi Garrett. I don't know. This ought to make every Christian the most wild-eyed, enthusiastic optimist that you can possibly be. Bless God, unconditional love been extended to me. I'm a favorite with Almighty God. Hallelujah. My past, I don't have one. My past started at the new birth. I ain't never been a sinner. I ain't never been nothing but hooked up to God. That old man is connected to sin. God killed him. I'm a new creation. I'm in the kingdom and the kingdom's in me. Good pleasure of God. What a pleasure you, Lord, give you the kingdom. Matthew 25, 34. He said, Then shall the king say unto them on the right hand, that's us, Come, ye blessed of my Father. Come here. Come here, you blessed of my Father. Not come here, you cursed of my Father. Come here, I'm going to send you to hell. Come, you blessed of my Father. Inherit the kingdom. When was the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world? God ain't never had one plan, folks. God ain't had two or three plans. Well, if this don't work, we'll try this. No, I got one plan. I want you in my kingdom. I want you to have one king. I want you to have one master. Hallelujah. I'll give you these laws of the kingdom. Bless God. They're better than any laws you can think up. It said it's more, it said it's better than anything you can even imagine. You can't even imagine what all God's got for us. Hallelujah. Man, I'm looking forward to tomorrow to find out more he's got. Because if he's got it, I got it. It's his good pleasure to give me everything. This kingdom's for us. Said, Lord, teach us to pray, thy kingdom come. Well, don't you know it's done come? He said, Y'all folks stand here, some of y'all ain't gonna die. You see the kingdom of God come. Well, when did it come? The minute Jesus raised from the dead, the doors swung open to eternal life. Now I can walk into the kingdom. How? Just receive the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. It's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Praise God. I wish above all things that you prosper, be in hell. Praise God. Will you get anything out of this this morning?